so did harsha bhogle speak about it and he yeah. spoke about it from in terms of the repercussions of that entire incident of how the english press took it up and really one sided it uh, with about the spirit of the game blaming basically the indian spinner and what is ironical is does the spirit of the game even hold true Welcome to the brand new Cricket Podcast by Cricket Huddle Network. Welcome to yet another episode of the State of Cricket where we talk about uh, everything that goes on from the world of cricket from the perspective of people who kind of understand it from the outside. Um, today's topic of discussion um, really is about uh, the India versus England incident this time in women's cricket where uh, on the the ninth wicket was down uh, and the England needed 21 runs in 17 balls and uh, India's spinner uh, basically got the person who was at the tail end uh, out with what they call is uh, is kind of a derogatory term mankading or browning for that matter uh, but uh, but really uh, the debate is about the spirit of the cricket uh, and where is the game going with this and there's definitely two sides one is definitely the western or english media uh, talking about it uh, and the other is the indian perspective of the right and wrong so i really want to open the debate up and uh, you know get the ball rolling so yes i i watched that incidents i didn't watch the game live but i watched that incidents on youtube and several other online channels uh after the fact and i tried to watch it live as it happened right so i watched the clip live and it was nasir hussain and there was another i think former english woman cricketer i keep forgetting her name uh and they were on the com box at that time when that happened and nasir hussain's first reaction was uh i know it's well within the rules of the book or rules of the game but it's a shame so if nasirusen agrees that it's well within the rule book why is it a shame okay that's that's my first question to mr nasirusen nasirusen was the first one who when he came when england came to india in 2002 he had ashley giles bowling on the sixth stump outside the legs legs on the leg side to sachin tendulkar because there was no other way to stop sachin tendulkar from scoring runs sachin still scored 88 and 190 but now what nasir hussain did was probably you can call it against the spirit of the game because he was going for a dull draw rather than you know playing the test cricket but it was well within the rules of the game there is no rule that doesn't say that you cannot bowl a leg stump line in a test match so nasir hussain did that but now he's calling it a shame uh the english commentator she went she did not say that it's a shame or it's uh again she accept that it's within the rules but she said oh i'm pretty sure india would have liked to win this game fair and square uh by trying to take that last wicket yes india took that last wicket because the non striker was not paying attention or she was actually trying to cheat by ga- gaining an advantage by running forward and india took that last wicket it's a run out and per the mcc's updated laws it's now called a run out the only change that mcc made after the insistence of jimmy anderson who said please look at the law 
the change that MCC made was okay. Now that the bowler has even more time until the last stride of the delivery, he has time to run the batsman uh, non-striker out. And they clearly state in that 41.5 law that the intention of changing this verbiage of the law is to keep the non-striker in his crease before the ball is being bowled. So that means MCC acknowledges that they, the, they as in the non-strikers, are trying to cheat. They're trying to gain an undue advantage. Because my philosophy is simple. When Jasprit Bumrah bowled a no-ball to Fakhar Zaman in 2017 Champions Trophy final, nobody said to Jasprit Bumrah, okay, you're just being warned. Fakhar Zaman is out for nine. Keep bowling. No, they said Jasprit Bumrah, it's a no-ball. You are penalized one run. Fakhar Zaman gets a free hit. And Fakhar Zaman went on to score a match-defining century and India lost the fight. So, uh, you can't... As it is, the bowler is crippled in the white ball. Please don't make him more crippled by giving undue advantage to the batsman. And uh, not surprisingly, one vocal voice about uh, the spinner doing correct was another spinner, Ravi Ashwin, because he's faced the yeah. heat on it so many number of times. And the good part was yeah, he, he was, was the shutter, remember? Right, 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 right. And, and so the English press took it up and really one-sided it uh, with about the spirit of the game, blaming basically the Indian spinner. And what is ironical is, does the spirit of the game... Yes. One thing is, is it nice to have? Sure. But is it wrong to do this? Absolutely not. I mean, it's a great debate point, in my opinion, where, oh, it's it's basically like nicking the ball, right? If you nick the ball, should should a normal batsman walk? Absolutely. Yes, he should walk. But what if he doesn't walk? I wouldn't hold that against him because he didn't walk. Because it's not his job. It's the umpire's job to give the batsman out or not. I mean, if you walk, I mean, you know, I'll give you a standing ovation for it. Great. Absolutely. But if you walk or if you don't walk, it doesn't really matter. Because at the end of the day, that's why the rules are in place. Yes. And, and talking about spirit of the game. So every time, especially the English players, former, current, uh, you know, greats, they all talk about spirit of the game every time this mode of dismissal, which I hate to say, it's a simple run out. So when this mode of dismissal happens, they they always bring back the spirit of the game. And every time they bring back spirit of the game, they refer to this dismissal as monkering. When you call this dismissal a monkering, you're killing the spirit of the game. Because in that first instance, when that happened, the bowler, Indian great all-rounder Vinu Mankad, the batsman or the non-striker who got out, Mr. Brown, and the opposite team captain, Don Bradman. Don Bradman was the first one who came out and said, the only person who was at fault here was Mr. Brown. So if Don Bradman, I mean, would I listen to Don Bradman when it comes to anything about cricket or should I listen to Mr. Shredder Anderson or Mr. Uh, Stuart Standing his own ground, Mr. Stuart Broad. 
I mean, Stuart Broad brings out spirit of the game here. He said, well, uh, she had no intention of bowling the ball. Uh, she was just uh, trying to get her out. Uh, this is not spirit of the game. Well, Stuart Broad stood there after clearly nicking Aston Eger in the Ashes game. And he stood there. Why? And when he was on social media, when billions of people pointed that out to him, he replies back saying, nobody walks. Yes, that's right. There, there is nowhere written in the rules that you have to walk. So he stood there. And Australia looked foolish because they had used up all the reviews. But the same thing here, Dipti Sharma or Ravi Ashwin or Vinu Mankad did not do anything that was outside the laws of the game. Remember Peter Custon and Kapil Dev incidents. Kapil Dev had actually warned him twice in the game before. So Kapil was actually, he extended that courtesy. And the, the second game, Kapil said, enough is enough. I'm not warning him anymore. He's out. He appealed, umpire gave him out and that's it, done. And that was before MCC extended the law. And so, uh, this is selective. I mean, to, uh, Jimmy Anderson, he goes on and shreds uh, Ashwin's picture just because he doesn't like the way Ashwin is following the law and getting the batsman out. Or catching the serial offender, Josh Butler, who has been caught multiple times trying to gain the advantage. And then Jimmy Anderson sheds his picture. But when it comes to his own spirit of the game, Lord's 2021 test, because now everybody knows that if you try to scuffle with the ball with your hands, you can get caught like Steve Smith and, uh, you know, Bancroft. So what he does is he asks his teammates to roll the ball down the ground and then he tries to stop it with his foot so that his spikes can do the damage to the ball. I mean, in turn, England still lost that test. Nothing worked for them. But these are the people who are talking about spirit of the game. And I think that's why you can you can talk about the spirit of the game until the until the Englishman keeps shouting about man kidding. But I don't think it it matters in the large scheme of things because unless MCC or ICC removes that from the rule book, it just stands as it is, and it's a great debate point. Which and I have a. I have a special message to the palms. If they insist on calling this monkering, then I have a few other terms that we should introduce in the cricket book. If you run your partner out, then it should be called in zamaming. <laughs> if you if you bowl and if you bowl a ball under your uh, you know waist, if your bowling action is under your waist, it should be called chapeling. If in any international match, if you get hit for six boundaries in an over, it should be called broading. And if anywhere, inside or outside the field, if you shove your opponent, it should be called Anderson. So those are some of the new terms that I would like to... I, I, I love it. I think uh, yeah. I think it's a fantastic... Little because story. they're going after the first person who did it. So these are some of the, you know, no eyes or some of the inventors of these things, you know? No, it's we don't do that. Right? In fact, I would love to... Uh, share it with the folks that are listening where if you have any more suggestions like these uh, please uh, please yeah. share them with us because yeah. we would love to include that in this list i i already love the list that you've put together and and you know it was people rightfully compared the 20 to 19 world cup final instance where 
No fault of Ben Stokes. I totally agree. Ben Stokes was not at fault. He dived to make the crease. The ball deflected off his back, right? Again, within the rule book, they got those four penalty runs. Did Ian Morgan stand up and said, no, in the spirit of the game, I won't accept those four runs. It's a very close game. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. No, he did not, right? So yeah. people were talking about or comparing the two instances yeah. for the spirit of the game. And Ben Stokes comes out and says, how is my deflection of the bat getting compared to Mankari? I went on to his Twitter account when I read that tweet and I said, no, they're not comparing your deflection of the bat with the run-out non-strikers. And they are comparing the English version of spirit of the game in both instances. Yeah. And that is exactly right. Because in one instance, England did not care about spirit of the game or anything of that sort. But in this instance, they do. And that's exactly, I think, uh, you know, you know what, I'm actually fair game uh, to what you suggested. I, you know, I think because cricket is a game of uh, inadequacies at times, and that's what makes it interesting, right? You can't have DRSS for everything and technology introduced. So I think, let this debate continue. But I think ICC or MCC, just the way they have introduced the word marketing in the rule book, I think they should introduce the words broading, inzamaming, chapeling, uh, maybe add a few more and, yeah. and then let's see how things go uh, yeah. with yeah. that particular country, right? Because I would love to see a Greg Chapel uh, being introduced into the rule book of ICC. Why not? It's a historical yeah. event he did. I, I have another one in case if somebody wants it. Like, if you do a very stupid brain-fed movement on the field, it will be called smithing. <laughs> came up with that. It's a very stupid move, you know, thing on the field. It should be called smithing. Ah, smithing. I love that. I, yeah. I love it. I, I think that's yeah. my winner, to be honest. Yeah. That's, that's the winner. Because yeah. those moments yeah. are going to happen time and, and time. And just like they, they, they extended in 2017, they changed the verbiage to give more time for the bowler to keep the non-striker in check. The other thing that will keep him in check is, and this is what I propose, if, if you saw the change that happened. Now, not too long ago, we had seen so many games, including that famous Chennai test where Sachin had a bad pack. We all know that the last wicket that Saklin Mushtaq took, it was a bold, I think, of Venkatesh Prasad, but, or Srinath, but it was of a no ball. Saklin Mustak had overstepped. But obviously, game got over, teams celebrated, umpires went away, right? No, no DRS those days. Now, so many IPL games also, you saw last ball, there was a no ball, it didn't get called. So what happened was, the first thing that happened was after every dismissal in white ball cricket, by the time batsman is walking towards the boundary line, the umpire is checking with the third umpire, right? For a no ball. So that they can call the batsman back in case if it's a no ball. Now, they're not even waiting for that. Now, every ball is being checked at the non-strikers. And, and I know that. Why? Because in T20 and 50 over cricket, what happens is sometimes the bowler bowls it, the ball is done. And then suddenly you hit, you hear that siren, like the emergency vehicle siren. And then it's, a, oh, it's an overstepping no ball. It is caught on the TV by the third umpire, right? So that means every ball can be watched at the non-strikers end for overstepping. So you are really focusing in on the bowler, right? Oh, is he stepping? Is he stepping by an inch? So same time, 
watch where the batsman watch batsman was if he was outside then if a run was taken or a boundary was scored one shot start calling one shot immediately everybody will start grounding their bat before the ball is bowled if you start calling one shot or if there is a run out that's referred to the third umpire first check just like for every drs you first check for a front foot no ball check for a run out check if the non striker had left early if he was left early that decision automatically should be given out because he cheated he started before so doesn't matter over there if he made it by one second or half a second or whatever he should be given out because he cheated he started early actually i like the one shot uh, rule yeah. because uh, that completely makes sense and uh, in fact i have been quite happy with the the time limit rule that icc has introduced yeah. right yeah. if a team spends too much time on the field then yeah. they are penalized for it and those many number of overs they have to have instead of five i think four fielders right yeah so all the rules are being made against the bowler right all the rules are being made against the bowler keep the batsman in check too so one shot if you about already left your ground before the ball is being bowled yeah, so I... that way then you know how ashwin was watching and ashwin was watching because jaws butler had done it three times in that over before dipti sharma and i believe arman preet kaur was watching the non striker so before the ball was bowled if you watch some other clips before the ball was bowled arman preet kaur was signaling to dipti sharma that she is not backing up she is not backing up hmm and that's what that caught dipti sharma's attention that she is leaving prematurely and you know and what that's completely fine you know what's the best thing she did she didn't really she just went to the umpire saying out and then she went away from the umpire she went away and it's not like the umpire right away gave it out umpire went upstairs no but that's what i'm saying had yeah. she told the umpire and tried to convince him and you know gone through that no uh, she just appeared and walked away she would have probably been uh, you know in two minds but what yeah. did she do she went to the captain or she went to her teammates and she was like yeah, yeah. now you guys did they know. all they all stayed away they did not enter the umpire let the umpire stop the umpire and the decision was out because exactly. they all followed the rule book we've done our job we've done our bit now it's your time to make the right or wrong decision whatever yeah. you make we will take it yeah right? and so, for some reason i always find these englishmen who apparently write the rules of the game by mcc uh, remember that 2011 incidents when the ball hadn't even crossed the boundary line but mr ian bell thinks oh it's poor umpire has not signaled the poor and he starts walking for tea break why yeah that was um, but honestly on that instance i am going to be penalizing dhoni because dhoni called him back he was actually given out well dhoni dhoni uh, dhoni i think dhoni was forced by some of the seniors ah well i don't know about that yeah because the decision to call him back happened during the tea break when i think dravid lakshman tendulkar they all went in and yes there could be this uh, thought process of but i have seen some of the kapil dev recently came out after the ashwin incidents and he said because ashwin had done it twice right in 2012 and in 2019 2012 in australia and kapil clearly said that time in 1992 in south africa we had a discussion after the first game a team discussion that he repeatedly keeps going out i warned him 
And we decided next time he does it, I'm not going to warn him. I'm going to get him up. And that's why we did it. He said in 2012, he felt like Ashwin should have warned him. But in 2019, he thinks in last six, seven years, game has changed so much. Batsman tries to take so much advantage. And it is right. Because sometimes you win the game in the end by by grounding your bat in by a half a, cent, half a centimeter or half a millimeter inside the crease. And what if you have started uh, five inches before? Because no, you that. that's, that's why it's critical that more important is you not really bothering about this being right or wrong. You just do your yeah. job as a bowler. You get yeah. that batsman out and let yeah. the umpires and ICC and whoever it is that is making the decision decide. Because at the end of it, you did your job as per the rule book. Simple as that. Yes. Yes. Right. If the batsman, if the non-striker or if the bowler doesn't want to, if he wants to, uh, uh, you know, warn the player, it's a, it's the bowler's choice. That's something that the bowler can choose to do it. Yeah. So I think, yeah. And I think those uh, short run and uh, run out, if there is a DRS on such an instance, should be taken into account. No, absolutely. I think, uh, let's see. I think this period of the game, like we said, the discussions will continue. What will probably change is the rule book. Or maybe, uh, like you suggested, maybe a few terms would be added in the cricket uh, dictionary yeah. that uh, that have definitely, uh, you know, been brought to their notice. And uh, we'll see how things go. Uh, the debate should continue because it's a sport and sport is full of debates and inadequacies. But I think regardless, as long as whichever bowler does it and gets the thing awarded to his name or that team is awarded that particular merit point for the other person cheating, I'm good with that. Keep the discussions flowing. There you go. All right. That's Amar. That's the episode, guys. Thank you for listening. Again, hit subscribe on iTunes or follow on Spotify. See you next week.